Welcome to Link Together, a Family Center program. My name is Molly Martsky. I'm a Senior Program Manager at Expecting Health. My journey as a family leader has allowed me to meet so many incredible parents of children with special health care needs and those professionals that work in the field. This program has been designed to share some of our successes as well as some of the struggles and to shine a light on the advocacy community. We'll be delving into honest and transparent discussions. We'll dig into the issues that affect family leaders, including mental health, family dynamics, and the family leadership journey. We'll examine those issues from multiple angles to better understand what it means to be family leaders in driving systemic change. Expect deep dives into everything from how the statement, I could never do what you do, connotates choice, to those complicated social, cultural, and family dynamics of parenting a child with special health care needs, to that joy and love we found on this unexpected journey. I'm so excited to have you along as we share our stories. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're, I'm here with three other friends, and we're going to be talking about um, conversations that are close to our hearts, about raising our kids that have special health care needs, and um, all the kinds of issues that go around with that. So thank you for joining us. I am going to tell you a little bit about myself, and then I'm going to introduce each of them, and um, we can get this started. So my name is Molly Martsky, and I am from Wisconsin. My husband, Paul, and I, we have three kids um, who are young adults now, and our oldest and our youngest are deaf. They were born that way, and um, that's kind of what brought me into this work. So um, again, I can't wait to share my story and more of it with you. But welcome, Sarita. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you so much, Molly. Um, I am Sarita Edwards. Um, my husband, Kareem, and I, we have five children, um, Jeffrey, Ryan, Josiah, Jeremiah, and Elijah. Um, Elijah, our fifth child, was diagnosed in utero with a rare disease uh, called Edwards syndrome, or commonly known as trisomy 18. Um, and we were told that he would pass away in utero during delivery or shortly after birth. And that really started my efforts of advocacy and public policy. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, awesome. Um, hey, Linda. Hey. Welcome, and um, I'm glad you could join us. So Thank why don't you, you tell us a little bit about yourself Thank and your you. journey? I will. So I'm Linda Starnes, and I live in the Orlando suburbs down in Florida. And I'm the most seasoned of the women that are here today um, because both of my children are well into their 20s. And as it just so happens, both of my children have very rare genetic conditions that are very different from one another. And um, so because they're adults, I've been allowed to disclose. They've given me permission to disclose and let uh, talk about them a little bit. But um, my oldest daughter, who is 29, has Soto syndrome, and she's also autistic. And then our son, Mac, is 26, and he has something called congenital bilateral perisylvian syndrome. It's a big mouthful. Um, and that has come along with a lot of medical complexity for him, most especially. And they have varying abilities and capacities. Mm -hmm. um, wonderful um, young adults and, and living mainly their own lives at this point. Yeah, great. Marisol, welcome. Thank you, Molly. Uh, my name is Marisol Rose. I live in Florida with my husband, and we have two children. My son is 10, and my daughter is 5. And my son is who actually introduced us to the world of 
uh, disabilities. He was born premature and along the way he's had a number of different um, conditions and diagnoses and uh, he does have autism, uh, he's twice exceptional, and ADHD. He has a number of different acronyms and letters behind his name so I call him my alphabet soup. And then my daughter is five and she has Down syndrome and they both are very active and keep me extremely busy. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, well, thank you guys. I really am excited to share stories and learn more from all of you, but um, why don't you tell us all a little bit about, um, you know, how what you're doing now, like how we kind of heard out why you're into this work, but tell us a little bit more about um, what, you, what you have going on right now. Um, so right now for me, um, my professional background is healthcare administration and patient access. Um, I've worked in healthcare for probably 22 years maybe. Um, and then we found out that we were pregnant with Elijah. Um, um, because of the complexities of prenatal care and what we were um, expecting to, to live with on the journey, um, we decided that I would leave my professional career and just be fully dedicated to Elijah. Um, and so um, we did that and um, two years into that life, we saw a need um, to just bridge the gap between receiving our rare diagnosis and trying to coordinate care. And so um, we decided to start a foundation, the EWE Foundation, and today I serve as CEO and President. Um, EWE is uh, Elijah's initials, Elijah Wayne Edwards. Um, and so um, the whole purpose initially was to offer bereavement support because with our diagnosis there's a high mortality rate, there's no treatment or cure for our disease and, um, and you're, you're pretty much prepared for the child to, to pass away. And so the, the initial goal was to, um, to offer bereavement support. Well, Elijah continued to live and every time we reach a new milestone, we create something to help other families. And so, um, so now we offer three programs um, just across the board. Um, we've really stretched past just bereavement support. And, and now we offer educational programming and um, comfort care and end of life solutions. So we've just really expanded. And um, I'm just really grateful to be in the space. So that's that's what I do every day. Yeah. Um, in addition to taking care of Elijah, he does go to school throughout the day um, for a few hours. So um, that's when I actually work as the CEO. So <laughs> so that's that's my day today. <laughs> so um, most of my life, I was at home with my two children. Um, the, the, just the requirements of all that came with having two very different kids that were covering 15 different subspecialty and therapy areas throughout their childhood. Um, it was just really hard to work. So, um, but work I did at home. Mm -hmm. And then um, that's because my son has lived life with a trach and a feeding tube. And um, he uses assistive technology for communication. And um, he's a ventilator graduate. And he, so he was on a ventilator for several years and then stepped down to CPAP and so on. So we had a NICU nursery at our house. So now that they're grown up and, and my daughter is fully on her own, she's married and, and living in Southern California. Um, but my, our son is still home with us. And um, uh, so that afforded me the ability to go back to work. So it just so happens that I work for the state of Florida, their Department of Health. 
and they have the Title V program for children and youth with special health care needs, and I'm the statewide family leader for that program. Uh, but I do want to say I'm here as a parent mm -hmm. and that's the whole reason that I'm here. So I uh, just kind of sharing on that mm -hmm. journey and not speaking for the state of Florida Absolutely. in this regard. I'm speaking for the Starnes family. I was not prepared to be an advocate. Um, I actually studied art history in college and I went into banking afterwards. Uh, I took a little bit of time off and had my son and um, he was actually the one who introduced me to the world of disabilities and advocacy and what that, that all meant. Um, so he was in the early intervention program and it was when he graduated at age three that my therapist at the time, his therapist, had told me about a position that was open at the local early intervention office um, as a family resource specialist, which is essentially a family representative. Um, so I jumped on it and uh, after about a year in the program, I found out I was pregnant with my daughter and she had Down syndrome. Um, so since then, I, I, was, I worked at the local office for about six years and I have been at the state office now um, for about a year. Uh, my title there is a state parent consultant. And like Linda, I am here today uh, strictly as a parent and representing families and, and that perspective. Um, but I do enjoy working for the Department of Health. I am actually on the board of our local Down syndrome organization and I've been on for about six years now. So before my daughter was even born, I started to become involved with them and, and meeting other families and that gave us so much hope and understanding. Um, so I feel like I need to contribute back to all of that they've done for us and our family. Uh, and that is Minnesota Buds. I'm very proud to be um, part of that local Down syndrome organization. Yeah, those local community organizations do provide a lot of support and support. stuff like that. So, yeah, and I um, I get the pleasure of being the senior program manager at Expecting Health, um, where I get the privilege of working on the National Genetics Education and Family Support um, Program, which is a federally funded program that really is looking at developing leadership, um, family leadership within the genetics network and the genetics field and stuff like that. And I get to do great things like have conversations like this. And um, I, I love that. But my journey's been long. It's been one of, I, I feel a lot of parent leaders, family leaders, that you, you kind of take pieces here and there. Um, I, a lot of volunteer work, some paid work, sat on some boards, did local stuff, did state level stuff. Um, so yeah, I feel like it hasn't been a straight line. It certainly wasn't um, that accounting degree that I had uh, <laughs> right. thought I was going to do when I, um, I did that in college. But um, it's been great. I, I feel like, honestly, that this is where I was meant to be. And I have so much fulfillment from doing this and having conversations with folks like you and all over and, and helping support that family leaders and um, those family connections so that we can change those systems and leave this place a better place than when we came through it. So I look forward to all of that and more conversations with us and I'm so excited for this. The great conversations that we had today is supported by the Health Resources and Services Administration of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services 
as part of the work of the National Genetics Education and Family Support Program. The contents are those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by HRSA, HHS, or the U.S. government.